Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 56 was written by King David, and it is a psalm that commemorates David's time fleeing from Saul and hiding in Gath. And so the content basically um, is a prayer for protection uh, during a time when David was being pursued by adversaries unjustly. You know, King Saul wanted him dead. And uh, it's ironic that he had to go for protection to Israel's traditional enemies in Gath, the Philistines. And at that time, uh, a lot transpired. But among other things, he had to pretend he was insane. And um, if they thought he was in his right mind, they would have killed him because he was the great hero who had killed so many Philistines, starting with Goliath, their great champion, and then continuing. So let's read now uh, Psalm 56. For the director of music, to the tune of a dove on distant oaks, of David, a miktam, when the Philistines had seized him in Gath. Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? All day long they twist my words. All of their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire. They lurk. They watch my steps, hoping to take my life. Because of their wickedness, do not let them escape. In your anger, God, bring down the nations. Record my misery. List my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, and am not afraid. What can man do to me? I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offerings to you, for you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, so that I may walk before God in the light of life. Now, the prefix tells us a number of things. It says it's for the director of music. It's to be performed to the tune of a song called A Dove on Distant Oaks. And so we no longer have that tune, of course, but it was um, a well-known tune in its day, I'm quite sure. It's of David, meaning David authored all this, and uh, it is called a miktam, in English, M-I-K-T-A-M. Now, this is an interesting word. In Hebrew, it means golden psalm, or some believe that it should be translated golden psalm. And so a number of psalms have this caption within the prefix, Psalm 16, this Psalm 56, the next one, 57, 58, 59, and 60, all have this golden psalm uh, label contained within. So it's fascinating, and in the very least, 
these five Psalms, 56 through 60, are all linked together by this this, uh, word, miktem. But David opens up with a prayer for protection from pursuing enemies. He says, Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. And then David makes a faith decree that is repeated several times in this psalm that reminds us of the uh, logo on United States currency that says, In God We Trust. It may have been taken from these declarations by King David. But these are the words of David now, verse 3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose words I praise, in God I trust, and not and I'm not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And so this is a powerful faith declaration. He goes on to describe the plots of his enemies. He says, all day long they twist my words. All of their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my life. And so these... Um, uh, these wicked conspirators led by King Saul and then uh, the Philistines who hated him as well, I'm sure, were plotting his destruction. He asked the Lord to prevent his enemies from escaping the Lord's judgment. He says, because of their wickedness, do not let them escape. In your anger, God, bring the nations down. And then there's an insertion of uh, David lamenting to the Lord about his misery But he he makes a request from God that um, actually appears later in the scriptures. But he says, record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. The King James says, put all my tears into a bottle. And then he says, are they not in your record? In other words, don't you record all of our tears? And of course, the answer must be yes. In the book of Malachi, in chapter 3, we read, A roll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. And so these these recorded uh, records in the sight of God concerning us and our lives and even our tears are fascinating to me. Imagine that uh, the tears that you've shed for unjust treatment or out of love and longing for the Lord or perhaps out of loss or sorrow, these are recorded in the records of Almighty God in eternity. That's really interesting to me. We serve a God who is very concerned with our hurts and our wounds and our tears. Continuing with the psalm, David's enemies, um, David wants them to turn back. And when they do turn back, he's going to consider that as a sign of God's favor. He says, Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. And by this, I will know that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can man do to me? So there's that refrain again, in God I trust. David closes by pledging his unshakable allegiance to the Lord. I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offerings to you. For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. And so, as we conclude this psalm, I want to take uh, this occasion to pray for the United States of America I live in a country that was once considered a Christian nation. 
and I still consider it a Christian nation. It was so influenced by Almighty God that the originators of our monetary system decided to print on our money, in God we trust. Now, I have a good friend who is a, a pastor from India, and because of that statement, in God we trust, my friend's opinion is that the Lord will never falter in watching over the economy of the United States. But friends, our country has strayed far from the purposes of God. I'm not sure that a slogan that is not adhered to or believed in can save us from economic destruction and upheaval. So we want to pray now that, uh, once again, this country would be a a country that trusts in God. Lord, um, I thank you that our money says, in God we trust. Lord, may our hearts say, in God we trust. Turn back the hearts of those of us in America. Lord, we do ask that you would watch over our economy, watch over our finances as a country. But Lord, I ask you more particularly, watch over the finances of those who love you and call you Lord. Our allegiance is to you, Lord, in times of plenty and in times of poverty. May we be unshakable in our allegiance to you. Lord, we recognize your love for us by these words of recording our tears in your records. Lord, how astounding that is to us. God, may we have a great time of joy in your presence, both on this side of the grave and when we come to be with you. Uphold us, Lord, with your righteous right hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.